Hello, my name is Megan Janis, and I am a current middle-level education major at Illinois State University. Personally, I've read a book for professional development called How to Survive Change You Didn't Ask For, Bounce Back, Find Common Chaos, and Reinvent Yourself. I started to read the book with the mindset of the approach of how do I navigate challenges during my career that I'm not expecting? Sometimes difficult things just happen to us and we need to learn how to cope so we can do well and succeed. So in the book, MJ Ryan gives advice to people who were experiencing major, major difficulties or stressors in their lives. One concept that stood out to me was one of MJ Ryan's truths to change. People are more resilient than they think. I began to wonder about resilience more and how it impacted teaching. To, I was wondering, you know, maybe if I taught my students resilience, that would really help them become more successful. And I was kind of keeping in mind, you know, a lot of the students who are going to walk into my room are going to present their unique set of challenges. And as a teacher, I want to help them navigate those challenges and overcome them so they can be successful. So to kind of think deeper about the situation and investigate more, I decided to interview my former education professor, Shannon Brown. All right. Hello, my name is Megan Janis, and I'm here today talking with my former education professor, Shannon Brown, who is a professor at the College of DuPage. Shannon, could you please introduce yourself and tell us a little about yourself, your career history, your current position, and your approach to teaching? Sure. Um, well, as Megan said, my name's Shannon Brown. Um, I would say my first and, and foremost position is being a mom. I have four kids. Um, uh, a little bit about myself and my career history. Um, I started out in uh, a community college, just like you did, um, and kind of was up in the air about what I wanted to do, um, but I knew I wanted to do something that would impact society because I'm, I'm big on social justice. Um, I moved on to Trinity Christian College where I completed my bachelor's degree in elementary education. Um, in 2008, I got my uh, master's in school improvement leadership, which gave me the ability to be an administrator. Um, 2000, geez, 2006. 16, 14, I don't even remember, but I got my second master's degree in instructional technology, um, and I'm currently ABD for my PhD in instructional technology as well. Um, as far as my teaching, um, I started off in a small Catholic school in Plano, Illinois, um, and I taught there for one year. I was the jack of all trades there. I taught PE, math. Uh, technology. I was the technology coordinator, their athletic director, and I taught a period of uh, K through four resource as well. Um, so that really gave me a lot of uh, experience in my in my teaching. Um, as far as my current position now, I am an uh, associate professor of education. Uh, I'm a tenured professor at College of DuPage. Um, I've been there four years. I'm ending my fourth year. Um, my first students are graduating, like Rachel and, uh, you know, a couple other ones that you might know. 
Um, and then I would say that my approach to teaching is very hybrid-like. Um, I wouldn't say that I have one method of teaching. Um, I lecture when I feel it's necessary. I definitely feel like building relationships with my students helps me to figure out how to best teach them. Um, being uh, a science teacher, um, that's the job I took after I was a, um, a teacher at in Plano. Um, being a, a science teacher, I did a lot of demonstrations and things like that. I utilized group work a lot, uh, peer and partner work. Um, so I wouldn't say that I necessarily have a specific type of teaching. So I, I, t I tend to just say it's more like a hybrid approach. Um, and then I moved on to Oak Lawn where I was an assistant principal for two years and um, in that school it was approximately 70% Muslim um, and about that same number of low-income students as well and then I moved on to be a um, principal in Harvey Illinois which is my school was a hundred percent poverty is predominantly black um, and it's a pretty high crime rate area so I have a pretty um, diverse uh, population of people that I've worked with so and, I think that's kind of what molded me into being the, the teacher and the professor that I am today. Well, thank you. So for professional development, I have been reading MJ Ryan's how, book, How to Survive Change You Didn't Ask For, Bounce Back, Find Calm and Chaos, and Reinvent Yourself. In Ryan's book, Ryan advises people how to navigate difficult changes in their personal and professional lives. Ryan talks about this idea of adaptability when facing significant life stressors. The circumstances we are in are beyond our control, but it's how we respond to these challenges. One of the concepts that is brought up is this idea of resilience, which I think is the message Ryan is actually trying to convey in the book. Although the book gives good advice, I felt Ryan had just given a new name to resilience. In the book, Ryan shares the following definition of resilience from the American Psychological Association. Resilience is the human ability to adapt in the face of tragedy, trauma, adversity, hardship, and ongoing significant life stressors. It made me think of resilience as an, in a new light. I thought that resilience could be a very beneficial skill to teach my future students. I would like, like to ask you some questions about the difficulties you have witnessed your students face and learn about how I can help these students more and find out how I can teach resilience. So I think students including adults, come to school or, or go throughout the day with what I call invisible labels. And um, there's these things that they carry all over themselves that are not blatantly shown to the public or to you as a teacher. Um, and their, their, their stressors or hardships and, and things like that, going back to the reference of uh, your definition of resilience, um, I think that that all it has to do with perspective, like what, what could be a traumatic situation for me or a significant life stressor for me may not be a significant life stressor for you. Um, it could be a, whether, um, I have anxiety or, um, whether, uh, my dog passed away and when it comes to, um, let me see. When it comes to 
teaching resilience, I think, and I know you've heard me say this a hundred million trillion times is building those relationships with those students. When you get to know them, uh, and, and I'll quote Rita Pearson, um, she did a TED talk and she said in there, kids don't learn from people they don't like. And that's in general. People don't learn from people they don't like. And if you get to know them, and I mean really know them, not know them on an academic level, but know them on more of a personal level as well, you're much more apt to be able to help them with the struggles. They're much more able to share some of those struggles with you um, because you really can't help them if you don't know what's wrong. Um, So I think that's kind of how I would handle uh, teaching resilience. Thank you. So when you worked with these students, how did these like challenges your students have impact their school experience in general, would you say? Um, well, I've seen challenges all the way from, like I said, a, a, an animal dying to a, a family member dying um, to a family member getting killed. Um, and, and again, it's about perspective. In some areas, that's the norm. And um, having a, a sibling or a friend or whatever it is get shot, that's that's the norm. That's not everybody's norm. And how they handle it is different. Um, I would say that, that um, you know, going even back through, like, make, May, like uh, uh, Maslow's hierarchy and, and thinking about like the basic needs of some of the students and if those basic needs aren't met then the stu- students aren't going to learn so if they come in with those traumatic experiences whether it's they didn't eat dinner or breakfast or whatever it is um, that impacts the way that they want to learn or or, or don't want to learn. Um, it's and that's something like again going back to building those relationships. You as a teacher, knowing them as a student, and, and knowing their family situation and what thing what what are going through, uh, what they're they're going through as their family. Um, I think that all helps you to help them to be resilient and to persevere. I really appreciate what you said. I think that's some really good advice. I really appreciate your commentary, and it's definitely helped a lot. Thank you for help. Thank you for helping me out today. I think I learned a lot. I mean, I've heard you say, but I got a new perspective on how I can help my students better and teach resilience. Right. And I'm very thankful for that because that's one of the things I really, really want to emphasize in my teaching, and I hope others do too. Sure. Well, thank you. If I could, I'd give you a round of applause right now. (laughs) Is there anything else that you wanted to go into? Uh, I think I got it. Thank you. Okay. All right. I think Shannon had some great advice to give us today. I went in thinking about teaching resilience as teaching students how to think creatively to overcome the obstacles that they face, but it's much more simple and much more personal than that. And I did not realize 
some, I didn't realize it's about the teaching profession already, but I think one of the roles a teacher plays is teaching their students resilience. The point that my professor brought up was in order to be able to see these invisible labels and get to know the things that our students are facing, we really have to get to know them and build that relationship and sense of trust so that student can confide in us. So when they confide in us, that's when we can help our students navigate difficulties they may face so they can succeed. And I love social studies. I love language arts. I love my content areas. But the main reason I wanted to teach was to make a difference for students and see students succeed. And it just kind of brought me back why to I originally wanted to teach. And the thing I want to teach my kids is resilience because if I teach my kids resilience, then they're going to be able to overcome hardships, obstacles, or whatever they may face. And then they're going to be able to become successful and become motivated and succeed in life. And, you know, you think about it, you've got kids who have parents who are not supportive. You've got kids who live in poverty. You've got kids who have disabilities. You get kids who have different ethnicities. And once you teach them how to overcome those things and how get them motivated to learn and succeed that's when those barriers are broken and we can see societal change and I think that's just an incredible way to think about teaching and I gained a lot from talking with Shannon about this thank you for listening today and I hope talking about the idea of resilience and teaching resilience was very useful and gives you guys something to think about my name is Megan Janice and thanks for listening today